You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Area 52 podcast here at the secret underground Area 52 facility. Uh, we don't even know where we are. We get blindfolded, brought in, <laughs> kind of like the Area 50, 51 people. They get put on the plane with no windows, and they just fly out of McCarran Airport every day and go to Area 51. I feel like, I Is wish that-, that we could record our podcast in like a basement like Dale did on King of the Hill. Is that what like he did? A, like pirate radio? Yeah, I thought he had like a like a ham radio thing. That's in his not basement. a podcast. That's more like you talk to truckers. Yeah. Truckers so you want to go us. sit in your basement and talk to well, truckers on a ham radio? Because it's this a ham cast. This is a recording. <laughs> yeah, ham cast. I want, a, I want a ham cast. Breaker breaker. All right. Smoky. S- smoke ham. Smoky and the bandit. Um. No, this is. Uh, this is this is our twenty fifth episode, guys. Whoa, we've done twenty five episodes. I didn't. The funny thing hey, don't is, don't we get I something special from? Yeah, like from, something silver so, or something. Yeah, yeah like something diamond. No. I don't know. <laughs> what is our? What is twenty five? I don't know. Silver. What's the silver? I think fifty is silver. I don't know what it is. No, fifty. No, fifty's death. Shit, you better be putting out way more than no. I mean, they, they have they have things like there's official things like anniversary one is like paper. And yeah, anniversary yeah. two is glass. That's what I'm saying. Like, right, but I feel like fifty should be like you should be up to like fifty some... is diapers. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, but I think I, I think officially it's like silver, gold. I don't know. Uh, well, I just feel like you should be like up there if you're at fifty. It should be more than silver. Sure, I'm just saying. Yeah, I I don't know. My I wasn't the one. Are high. I wasn't the one who made the list. <laughs> okay. I feel like the dude. I won't take it out on I you. I feel then like I'll, the dude who made the list was <laughs> Eric. I'll take it out. Really on wasn't you. trying very hard. He, fu- <laughs> he fucking started at paper. Yeah. He was paper. like, For you listen, we've been together a year. Here's some fucking paper. It's probably because he was at dinner and he had nothing, so he just saw a napkin. Yeah. And he was like, like, I love you, babe. This is the official one's now. Paper. Yeah. I mean, it it starts off pretty lazy. So yeah. I mean, you can imagine that it did take a while just to get to silver, even. Yeah. Okay. Three was bubbles. Four is like oh, I didn't. I thought there was like five year increments. I, I didn't know. even know it was every year. But look at us. I don't us. know. I don't We're have a wife. It happily in love. Twenty five episodes. Twenty five episodes yes. that we've done. We came. We came up with this. Um, this podcast idea. In fact, we we uh, it was on a whim. Uh, is, it, is it whim? It was a whim. Whim. Because we were, we were saying whim that way. We were hanging out, and we one day, and we said yeah, in your basement, and we just said. Hey, you know Let what? Let us go. No. This... <laughs> <laughs> hey, he left the gate open. Go, go. Um, Eric, we'll come back for you. You're the murderer in this scenario. Why are you not okay. okay. you're, okay. you're the fucking okay. one holding the captives. Okay, that makes... <laughs> yeah, that's... There he is. Why are you a victim? I don't know why I laugh at that. You're like... My, my friend's the only way. Again. The only way that you're part of the scenario is if you're like the saw oh guy God. laying on the floor the whole time. <laughs> and then you come up at the end. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Just slam the door closed. Yep. All right. But for our 25th episode... um, a couple things we wanted to number one we wanted to kind of look back over our podcast look back over a few of the topics and talk about them hear from you guys we want to answer viewer uh questions we we put up some posts on twitter facebook instagram and we've got some pretty cool questions from you guys so we're just going to kind of read those we don't actually know each of us kind of have 
some like you're doing the Instagram ones. I'll do these ones from Twitter and stuff. I, and I sent some messages out in a bottle, so I'll right. get back to you guys on that with those questions. Eventually, Danny, <laughs> yeah. Danny's questions will be answered in episode four thirty. Yeah, uh, in about, about six seven years yeah. from now. If but, the ink hasn't smeared, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Well, they, did you see them? Okay, yeah, good. I did. Um, so we're just gonna kind of hear hear them uh, for the first time um, on the. Uh, on the podcast, but yeah. Do you want to? So, do you want to do the questions, or do you want to like brush up on? Well, I think some, some of the I think some of the questions kind of ask us about some of the things we've talked oh, really? about. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, All right, sounds good. We can go back over. Now, you had you had a really. I good... I think this is a good one to start okay. with. Yeah, what do you, this what is you from uh, Delega. I think I'm saying that right. D A L E G A eighty five on Instagram. Delega eighty five. He wants to know how we all met. I think you guys. Maybe should it's start. like Dale, guys... Georgia. You guys have known each other longer than you guys have known me, so we should start with that story of how you guys met. Okay. Well, um, um, I was one of uh, Eric's victims that escaped. Yeah, <laughs> I no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I be, uh, for, for people who don't know what I do outside of this, I'm a comedian, and I was uh, I had met another comic, made friends with another comic who named guy guy Seidel. he's he i do the uh, the dirt pod podcast with him if you've listened to that also on the Earhole media network um we've been friends for a long time and he's from a small town here we've talked about it before price or he's from helper i guess which is right by price mm-hmm. and i had a gig down there he got me a show and i went in to do some radio and there was a and pic- I, uh... picture of a hot blonde that was there i saw it and there she was there was i said who's the blonde i remember saying that I didn't say it all creepy like that. It was oh, like, who's the yeah. blonde? I mean, but you said like, who's the blonde girl? And they said, that's Danielle. And I said, well, can you make sure she comes to the show? And then you did. And then, uh, not because I knew that you had asked. No, just because you were like, oh, hey, a stupid comedian. I'll go. This is what would happen. I went with my was, boss. I, so what, I, I actually worked at the radio station <laughs> down there. That's that's why my picture was there, not just for some weird reason, like yeah. it was on some dude's desk. <laughs> like, let's just clear that up. I actually worked down at the radio station in Price. And I, let me let me tell you why I wasn't there that morning. I was. Yeah, this is a story. I, it's so tragic, though. I was not. I was late for work. Okay, because um, I actually still lived with my parents at the time, and uh, my sister was still in high school. But um, we were kind of the last to leave usually every day because of you know when work started for me and when she would kind of have her first class. So uh, I was just about ready to leave, and I was all in my work clothes and my nice white pants and. My sister came running in um, from the front yard, you know, like through the front door. And she said, Danny and Danny, I I hit Sassy the cat. And I'm <laughs> Sassy the cat. You know what I mean? Like, OK, and like Sassy's this like communicat that we had that was like the neighbors. But she was like 20 years old and like so many things had happened to her. And she just she just never died. And like good for her, you know. <laughs> But um, <laughs> my sister, my sister mowed her down. She came flying out of the garage, backing out really oh, hard, and gosh. she hit Sassy. And it was so sad because she was, you know, she was still alive oh, when we had to go out, and there was nobody oh, home. Poor Sassy. And you know, we didn't know what to do. So I'm like, we didn't. I didn't know what to do. So I was like looking for like our BB gun or our, oh, that's all I had, oh, like gosh. our 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 pellet gun. Like that's really shots later. Seriously, Sassy was dead. that's all we had. God it was so damn sad. It. It's horrible. So. so you know, I was looking for that and like a shovel, like any way to get her like up off the, it was so sad. Anyways, we'll keep it at that. But so I was late for work 
And I didn't make it in to actually meet you in person. But then I went to the show with my boss. She said, you know, we were given tickets uh, if you want to go. And so I went and uh, we just kind of I've kind of always been a lifelong fan of comedy. And I like I like stand up and, and things like that. And it was it was um, it was kind of an instant friendship. And we maintained a friendship. And then um, it just. We yeah. Just talked, and here and we are. We, yeah. Here, yeah, we, here are. we are. Yeah, that's, that's and it. that's and, and, and we've been together. One, Sassy's gone. It's, uh, it's been, <laughs> been seven and a half years, almost. Yes. Yeah, seven yes. and a half years. Yeah, we, I mean, we've been married for a little over six. If this was my story, it would have gone, oh, I saw a picture of this girl at the radio station. I was like, make sure she's at the show. And then she would have showed up in the show. I wouldn't have said anything to her. And I just would have gone home. <laughs> that's how my Aww. story would have gone. <laughs> Right. Here's here's how your story would have gone. <laughs> Openers don't go to the radio with the headliners. <laughs> also, here's how your story would have gone. You would have gone to the show. You wouldn't have been brave enough to talk to her. She lives. Yeah, she goes on to have she a goes good home life. She lives. She, li- <laughs> she lives. And then we got Eric Ripley on the radio today. And then <laughs> I met Eric because you you were at open mic. One night yep. at Wise Guys, and Go. you were on stage, and and uh, you crushing were, it like you it were was doing- puss. <laughs> I was drinking water, <laughs> worn a bitch. Oh my god, I was I was drinking. <laughs> That's the only time you've ever made a woman wet. <laughs> You understand that, right? Yeah, but it was while somebody else was watching, so I think that's even more impressive. <laughs> You're an idiot. You were doing He's got it notarized. You were doing well. I'll give you that. You were doing well on stage. God damn it. You were doing well on stage. And I remember going, Who's this kid? And I and we started talking and we hit it off and and, and uh, you actually came home. I remember you telling me, hey, this guy's good. He's new and he's yeah. really good. I thought, I mean, honestly, and I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, uh, toot your horn too much here. Because do I, do I don't I don't know how to get anywhere near your horn. <laughs> but it's a trombone, by the way. <laughs> trombone. <laughs> You're right. Um <laughs> It's, uh, I thought you were like a writer or somebody from out of town. Like I thought you were from somewhere else. I thought I you wish. were like, but you were just, you were, you were actually pretty new to the game at that point. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, five months, I think. Yeah. So, and then we started working together and now when I do shows, I, I typically do them with guy, my friend, uh, we, we do a show together and then, uh, Eric will be our, our host. Eric also does shows all over and, and, uh, tours and. Uh, you've you've toured t- uh, what at least two or two or three different <laughs> places. That's correct. Um, do we count uh, gas station stops as places that I've been for comedy? Did you make the clerk laugh? I yes. I was went your to gas a, free? I went to a little America the other day that sucked. Wait, what happened? Like you went it to perform there? No, no, no. We just I just stopped to poop. And oh. it was super dirty. <laughs> Well, any place that'll just let strangers like you stop and poop is probably... Why did you stop? Was it the only place? 
Uh-huh. I don't want. When you, you drive to what? Wyoming, I don't, I don't yeah, right? Where you going to Wyoming? I know where you're talking about. It's that one in the middle. It's clear. It is. The one where you went to. You went to. Nothing is out there. What's it called? Rock Springs. Rock Springs. It's funny because as soon as you get back on the freeway, the first sign you see is for like the next little America, like five and a half hours away. Yeah, it tells you that. Yeah, if you. It's so funny. That that really is the only place you can stop. That freeway is just like straight too, and it's like nothing out there, and it's like it's 75 the speed limit, so of course you go 90. Yeah. Oh, but the cops the out there have like different cars, so you have to learn to look for the Wyoming police. Yeah, they're it's, on horses. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't speed. I don't know. It's a bad. It's <laughs> a fucking Eric, terrible drive. Um, where was your first place you ever did comedy? Like, what was your first? Is that Wise Guys? It was. Yeah, I just showed up one day. Well, I was like, oh, I want to try this. So then I I looked up when the open mic was, and I just showed up and like I didn't at, know anybody. Uh, trolley or no, where? no, it was at West Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't like didn't know anybody. And uh, just showed up, and I did my three minutes, and then I came back, and I just kept coming back. Was West Valley your first place too? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I I I did. Yeah, it's gone. I did it. I loved West Valley. It was my favorite club. I went out there. Yeah, Trolley was an amazing room. There's been a bunch of rooms, but when before Wise Guys had that huge lobby in the second half of it. Uh-huh. Um, it was just that one side. Like, you'd come out of the hallway there, and that hallway went all the way up, and that was the wall. There was huh. nothing on the other side. So the entire lobby was where that hallway came out in that corner. And so you can maybe let 10 people in that lobby at a time. The lines used to have to go out the door, yeah. and that's where people would do their signings. A and big it used yellow to take wall in out. there. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Silly little yellow wall. But I remember, I, I, yeah, I was I was on the radio. Uh, I was working with uh, Mick and Alan. Alan, who I also do Dirt Pod podcast with. It's funny how all of the people that I kind of met along the way are still my friends and are still the people I do stuff with. But uh, I would go into Mick and Alan and do impressions. That's uh, A lot of people don't know that's what I do. Um, I used to go in and do a lot of voices on the radio. And, uh, it was, it was, it was cool. Cause I would just hang out there and get to do impressions. And then I'd meet comics. Cause every Friday, the comedians from wise guys would come in and they would, and that's our local club here in Salt Lake. Um, it's been kind of a local institution for 20 years or so at this point. Um, I'd say it's the, it's definitely the biggest yeah. and most well-known comedy club. In yeah. There's where was, yeah. It's the only one that's really stuck around too. And, um, Got a couple this different would have been chains. what twelve years ago or something, and I met I met a couple of comics, and they'd go, "Hey, come into uh, you should come into Wise Guys and meet Keith, the owner." And uh, one one day somebody talked me into it, and I went in and I met Keith in in his office, and he goes, "Yeah, you're the guy that does the voices on the radio, huh?" And I said, "Yeah," and he goes, "Yeah, do do uh do something." So I just did some bits. That's I just in his office with a bunch of like older comics around, and it was nerve wracking. He goes, "That's funny. Uh, come back Sunday. I'll give you two minutes." And I came back Sunday and he gave me two minutes and I did well. And he goes, that's funny. Come back Tuesday. Cause I think there were shows. I think it was open back then Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like there, I think Monday was the only night it wasn't Jeez. open. So I came back Tuesday. Family home evening. Like yeah. Family. <laughs> I came back Tuesday and did two minutes and then he gave me time on the next show. And I literally from that point on, didn't leave the club for every night. It was open for the next two years. You're still I was there, there right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Right back in the day I was, <laughs> Yeah, but it was amazing. It was a really cool place. And then and I got, then I got pretty good with my uh, uh, I can do a, an impression of Christopher Walken saying the name Gary Goldman. And that's that's my impression that I do. Because it's got an A and it's got a U. Gary Goldman. No, that sounds like Woody Allen. This is, see, I think you I think you should make that a Woody Allen impression. Gary. Gary Goldman. You know, like when you have to make it a bit a bit more neurotic, maybe, you know, speed it up a little bit. Because walking is is slower, but it's deeper. You're not 
doing it right, <laughs> you're up in your nose too much. Like I said, it's different. It's here. It's where you need to do it, Eric. Gary. I no. Can, I can't do impressions. I it's, can't do voices. I think you just got to find the ones that are in your range. That's I, all. Because there's do, a bunch I can't do. But so they're... none. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, like, I think just you kidding. could do a good could do Bundy accent. impression, a good Gacy impression, <laughs> <laughs> a, gain, a good Gain impression. This guy isn't the real Zodiac. He's a copycat. <laughs> but he's really good. Have you seen Eric's Zodiac? <laughs> yeah, once. <laughs> Everyone on here who's never seen me in person is gonna be like, "Is this guy like like physically intimidating or no. weird or something?" No, oh, yeah, because like I mean, I forget that I forget that like we there are like weekly pictures that go with the podcast that is on the website, and I mean we post them like on on our social media sometimes. But I I mean I don't know some people who just go to the podcast thing don't see the picture every yeah. week, so. Yeah, they they have no idea that they should be. I'll I'll paint a pig. I'm scared six of foot four. No, I'm two fifteen. <laughs> All right, now before you start lying, let's get to some of these actual questions from our listeners. We got okay. a bunch, so why don't you why don't you keep uh, going on Instagram? Because okay. I don't have those. Throw some Instagram questions. Tell us who they're from, and uh, let's do our best to answer them. Okay. Um, let's see. This one right here is from. Oh, geez, uh, Jana, Jenny, Jana. Uh, Cruz, X Cruz, I don't know, Riaz, whatever. I'm not good at reading people's names on How here. are you, listen, wow. none of the words you just said sound anything alike. Are they all or one Or that thing? hard to say. Jana, X Cruz, Rios? Gen- what is it? Yes, Ria, Rios, I don't know, I can't, Danny, <laughs> whatever. Can you help, can you help <laughs> baby Ellen? She's, she's saying hi from D.C. Hi. And she wants what? to know, hi. what is one haunted or creepy place in the world that you would love to visit? Oh. For me, I'd probably pick Chernobyl. Ooh. See, I wouldn't want to go there because there's still I'm, residual. I'm not convinced. Yeah, that, that I'm not going to get cancer yeah, everywhere. There's still there's still all sorts of radiation. To be honest, I can I can say something, but here's the thing. Here's here I think the one place that would be the most incredible to just kind of stay at for a few days by myself. Like if that were the option, if that's what they're asking, like what place would be? I would have to say it would have to be someplace like like Auschwitz. Like, I think not for the sake of ghost hunting, not for the sake of exploiting it, but for the sake of what happened there and for the sake of seeing if you could really communicate with, if there's something to death and if there's something to horrible things leaving residual energy behind, then that place would be literally crawling with it because the things that took place there were horrible and the the things that happened there, the amount of lives that were lost. And I think, and I don't know that anybody would ever go there and investigate it because it's a... Like a respect thing. yeah, Yeah, it's a respect thing. So... Even if, see, that's one of those things that I think as a, as an investigator, it would be unbelievably uh, immersive to do a place like that. Um, it's just, I don't know if it would ever be allowed because there's a lot of places that we could go. I mean, we could go to pretty much any place that we wanted to. Uh, most places, you know, like that ghost adventures or stuff like that does aside from private residences or things like that are open to paranormal investigators, Bobby Mackey's Alcatraz, you know, I've been to Gettysburg, Eastern State Penitentiary, most asylums, Penhurst, uh, you know, Rolling Hills, Waverly Hills um, are, are all open to public. D- Danny, w- what place would you, if there was one place you could go, what would it be? I would like to go to Gettysburg. Uh, I would like love to, to see what that was there. like. Um, there's uh, so many. It's kind of hard for me to think of one right now. But I something I've been thinking about is that I think... Some historical like churches and things like that are extremely weird and have a lot of energy. And I, I don't know what, 
I mean, I guess you I, you could say I could explain that, but I I don't know why it's so sometimes eerie to be there. But I would almost like to see uh, the basement of the Vatican. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would like to know, like, ghosts what? Are, ghosts or not, that's, uh, you know, the Vatican archives are... What was it? Sure. Restricted? I don't remember well, what the it was, question Well, what was. place would you like to ghost hunt, right? Is that what it was? Uh, Yeah. Or haunted or creepy. Haunted so or just no. creepy. So, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see, you know... Yeah, I think that's kind of a weird... The basement of the There's Denver There's some really interesting things like that happen around there, like that um, sure. or video the of the UFO that was, like... Oh, the one Over, on the Dome of the yeah, Rock like in, in Israel. Up that was in sky. Israel, I think. Yeah, but I mean, things like that. The where holy there's places. Like holy places yeah. where it's kind of almost uh, a stigma to, to go there. But yeah. I think that there's always really interesting things that happen around them. So I'd right. love to be able to, if I had if I had the ultimate option. When I, I was younger, when I lived in San Antonio, uh, my dad visited me there. And we went downtown and walked uh, through the Alamo. Which is just, if you've ever been to San Antonio, it's a great city. It's beautiful. And it has all these new buildings and skyscrapers and this river walk. A beautiful river that runs through the city. And you can take these little boats like gondolas and go around and get off and get on and eat, eat at restaurants. And it's beautiful. And you just kind of get off the, the river walk and you walk up. And there's buildings everywhere. And you turn around and there's the Alamo. This old historic It's not very place. big, right? No, it's, it really isn't. It's, it's kind of just a, a fort in the middle of this town. But when you walk in there, it's just and it's heavy, and it feels a lot like Gettysburg did, and that would be an interesting place to spend the night. I don't know if they ever allow it, because again, it's like the holy or the historic. It's it's hard to yeah. balance the thing between going, I'm not trying to exploit you. I don't think this is about demons and dark energy. I literally just want to see if there's anything here that I can communicate with. That's literally all we're trying to do, but I understand why some people shy away from it. it makes sense to me. So uh, I don't know if we could actually go to our dream our dream places, but that's that's kind of what I'd like to do. Yeah, I was just going all out. Yeah, I'm like, sure. If I could, sure, like, if right. If if we can pick, if one. I hit the jackpot, <laughs> right. then yeah. This next question here is from Seamus Rasmussen, and Seamus uh, Rasmussen. This is a uh, this is that a, is a sweet name. That's a great name. Killer name, Seamus. Uh, with so many different conspiracy theories floating around, what one do you think has the biggest impact on the way everyday folks live their lives? That's a difficult question because I feel like all conspiracy theories affect us, you know. Well, if they're true, then they've shaped the way we live our yeah. lives. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if if I mean, if you're talking about current day, you know, because we could say we could go back and go, well, if if Kennedy hadn't been killed, what would have happened? Or if yeah. this hadn't have had if the Roth and we can go back. I would say under to, in, in my personal opinion, I'm not speaking for everybody, but in my personal opinion, it would be the fact that if. And it's, it's hard to say it's not, but if everything about 9-11 is true, then it has changed the way that everything has happened in our society since. It's changed the way that we are spied on, the way that we are listened to, the way that our government... The way uh, we travel? I mean, every, literally every part of our life was changed by that. And if that wasn't a real event, and that was something that was an inside job or something that was a false flag operation, and it was truly a conspiracy theory, or was truly a conspiracy and not just a conspiracy theory, then that is the thing that we live with hanging over our heads every single day because our government was able to do something like that. And it's scary. That's what I would have picked, too. Um, I also, I don't know that it's like, I, what I was going to say is I don't think it's so much of a conspiracy because we can actually prove um, how much power and control the Rothschilds family has. So I, I kind of think that that one, because of the fact that they are able on a day-to-day -day basis to set um, 
what essentially the national debt is because they, uh, according to, um, you know, what they can determine the dollar is worth every single day because they are the ones that loan uh, to the Federal Reserve, not the other way around. So, you know, if any time that they wanted to, they can they can pull that support. They can send the world into a depression while they're still fine. So, I mean, that would immediately, I mean, that could immediately affect the world uh, almost literally immediately within moments. Yeah. Um, the world would go into a frenzy if if all of a sudden the dollar dropped so dramatically that it threatened our position in the global yeah. economy. But um, that that's not really much. That's not much scary. of a conspiracy. So I I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of things out there. Um, I I agree with the nine eleven thing. Hmm. So those two, I guess. Uh, yeah, that currently would anyway. Yeah. I mean, weather. I, I, believe, I, mean, God, I believe, but that's another thing that we can prove. We know that the uh, the Harper exists up in Alaska. We know right. that that's real. So. Well, whether or not it's being used nefariously is the is the conspiracy mm-hmm. theory. So, I, I I mean, that's the thing is that if these things are true, then then there's dozens of them that are controlling. If you if the UFO cover up conspiracy is true, and there's saucers flying out of our atmosphere at all times, and there's uh, the the army has TR three B cloaked uh, you know triangle aircrafts that they can time war. I mean, if all of those conspiracy well, theories and are meaning, true, we don't know how that would affect us every day. Like, well, but if, but if they are true, then then the fact is is that it's affecting us every day because we're blind because the government knows that sure, there are I ships that they were using. Fly to the other side of the world, or if if there's people on the moon, or if there's any of that's true. If there's if there's secret military bases housing aliens deep underground in Dolce, New Mexico, then all of that is something that we uh, are being blinded to. So, I mean, honestly, if any of it's true, then probably all of it affects us. Yeah. The the current situation in the presidential race makes it hard for me to believe that there's any conspiracy theories because. Why would we end up with these things if they're trying to control us? <laughs> like, because, how do we not have because there's options? there's far <laughs> there's far more people that are in charge I think, than the face. I think of, it's almost even a sadder statement on humanity that that's all it takes is those two people to have millions of people on board with them. Ugh. I mean, you gotta you gotta rem- remind yourself that these people have supporters. It's not like they're out there with. I mean, there yeah. are people that support them. So that's the saddest part is that. <laughs> They are able to gain supporters and yeah. people that are like, that's fine. We're good with this. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's whatever. Anyway, Dice, it is garbage right now. Uh, let's see. We got, I got two more on here. Kay. The next one is from uh, Top of the Tower. Top of the Tower. <laughs> 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 um, is it Rapunzel? Okay, uh, I don't think so. I, I, think it's a, I think it's a dude. He can uh, it says, hey. Hair. Love you guys. Been listening since the beginning. I listened <laughs> to the gym. There, was there a, was there a <laughs> like exclamation point? a lot of exclamations. Hey! <laughs> love you guys. Been listening since the beginning. We love you back. I listen at the gym and you make me laugh too hard while I bench press. Yeah? I bet you ain't putting up three plates like this guy. Um, <laughs> that's three fives, by the way. Three fives Three aside. five plates on, each, on yeah. each side? Yeah. Whoa, so you're doing 15 on each side? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Slow down. And don't drop that way when you're laughing. Good. No, that's what Eric's doing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Eric's doing, doing three, fi- three yeah. fives on oh, each side. This yeah. guy's probably Whoa. doing actual gentleman weight. Yeah. Eric Eric trains. Do you know you know when you go to the gym and they have all the steel weights and then there's those the colored those few, ones, the colored ones <laughs> that are yeah. like plastic. They look like candy. Yeah, yeah, they're Mentos weights. That's what yeah. Eric works out with. Yeah, when I'm working well, shoulders and stuff. Of course, <laughs> those are for shoulders. That's why they're different colors. <laughs> all right. So he says, uh, 
Oh he's God. like, I wanted to mention that my uncle was a pilot for Continental out of Denver. When I was listening, <gasps> uh, when I visited him as a child, he made a point to tell me that that place was built on an Indian burial ground. And at the time, they strictly played Native American music. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's what he said. That's what? pretty cool. Um, he says, those oh, meals there is are like something in the floor. spooky. Um, he actually, I guess this is more of a question. He wants to know when we're going to talk about all the weird stuff FEMA does. And then he thanks us for the great podcast. Uh, we can look into we can that. Get on that. You know what? I'll I'll write that down on our topic there was, like, list. That we have thing so... with like the CDC and like them possibly yeah. covering up rabies vaccinations and there's all sorts of uh, uh, you know FEMA FEMA. That's a good one. Fact. Hold that's on. a good let idea. Me, yeah, we'll get on that. Down. I remember one time as we a did kind of look into those um, like the supposed coffins that people were saying were being built um, that they were like housing that saying like FEMA had like eighty thousand coffins or something like that being housed or being held Jeez. and i mean you can actually see them on google earth if you look look them up but they're actually like if you look at it we also found like another link that was like 10 10 things that you can debunk of you know that fema is doing that you can debunk and it was like the caskets one and it was just it's actually just like the covers they're not actual caskets that bodies go into they're like the next step after the casket you know where they seal it with like, like the cover yeah like the um yeah, it's like, like the, the weatherproof cover. Yeah, so that like that thing that like goes around the knife's yeah. casket. It's those that they're storing. Like yeah, they don't actually just just so you know they're they don't not actually, actually take that coffin that you see at a funeral that's beautiful and shiny and just put it in the ground and cover it in dirt. They, yeah. they're in cement and then in a a, a plastic uh, thing and that's and so when people were seeing those thousands and thousands yeah. of things stacked on each other. They were just being. I don't now. I don't know why those things are being stored in the in the thousands, but it's those. Um, they had those and. And my whole thing is like, if FEMA was like doing something nefarious and they were going to like wipe out a good portion of us, I don't think they're going to give us like proper burials with nice caskets each and all like a nice cover for that too. I mean, like I feel like they'd probably like mass yeah, bury just us, throw or, us in there, and yeah, cover like, us or burn us. Yeah, like I really don't think that they'd be like giving us a nice. So <laughs> right? I mean, you can kind of debunk. Would they? <laughs> that's like that's my whole thing. So, like, you can kinda, like a custom granite. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, right? like in when in in any genocide in the history of the world have they gone you know what proper burial we better make sure we have we have coffins to put all these yeah. bodies in and then they let their mom speak at the funeral and, get out yeah. of here there's flowers it's yeah. nice no but seriously like but, but i mean that's kind of a FEMA nice isn't a weird organization no but i'm saying like that's one of them i've heard because it freaked me out i heard about that i heard that there were like trains that had shackles on them that uh you know, on tracks that were like in the desert that went out to these supposed uh, FEMA concentration camps. I've heard of that stuff too. So um, there's creepy stuff. We'll look into it. Keep pushing. Last away. one here. Uh, let's see. We did the DC. We did that one. Uh, this is from Star Destroyer 21. Yeah. Star um, Destroyer. He just wants <laughs> to know awesome names. where we um, <laughs> see all the documentaries that we reference. If we could put up a list, we could probably put one on our Facebook of just all the documentaries we've watched. Because um, most of, they're either on YouTube or Netflix. Those I, are would two say, I would say if you've listened to the episode, we reference where those are from in every episode. Um, you can also check the Twitter. Like a lot of yeah, times, we'll I put that stuff. But um, a lot of them come from Netflix. You can check YouTube yeah. for them. Like if there's some, you can Google. We found some things. Um, yeah, most of most of the stuff yeah. we, that we've ever referenced on the show, we've either referenced where we've seen it from or tweeted it from our Twitter. Um, Hopefully, so you, so you we're that good about there. it. But I mean, honestly, like you can check Netflix, you can check YouTube, or if you've got one in specific that you're asking about, ask yeah, us yeah. If there is a specific one, we can let you know where it came from. Yeah, we're, we we have a pretty good database of what we've done, and that is it for the Instagram questions. Um, I've got some stuff here on Fache Book. 
our buddy Rich Hagen. Everybody knows Rich. Yep. Great guy. Hey, Rich. Uh, he said, how about doing Area 51 or Bermuda Triangle? He'd love to hear more on secret bases. That's coming up. Yeah, Actually, secret that military bases. That was one or, that we yeah. wanted to do. Um, we just didn't. See, here's here's the thing, guys, this week, too, um, is we had a really busy week going in. I uh, I hosted a uh, a pageant this weekend. <laughs> How was that, by the way? It was, actually, it was pretty rad. It was, was actually it? super cool. Yeah. Uh, we got me and, and Guy, uh, like I said, we're a comedy team, so we get asked to do things as a team, host events and things, and we got asked to host a, a pageant. Not a beauty pageant scholarship pageant they don't they don't refer to them as beauty pageants because uh you find out these girls that that are in there like they really do a lot they're like they're service oriented yeah. they help they the to community do, they have to do talents and, and stuff they're and talented i mean they're really cool it was really cool to see and be part of and they kind of let us just be us and we really had fun with it but uh it was a lot of prep this last week and then i've got an award ceremony that i'm hosting on wednesday here uh, downtown so I've had a lot of that to do and we don't want ever want to do a topic unless we're really able to do all the research on it so we have a lot we have a list of things that we're trying to uh, get to um, so we will add a lot of these topics to it and just get to them when we can but um, what's your take just real quick on the Bermuda Triangle eh, you, th- you think it's a thing you think it's just um, I think it's interesting that like if you kind of follow, uh, I think it would be the the lateral, right? The latter latitude, right? Mm-hmm. And, right. So that would be the one that would go horizontal, correct? Yeah, that's latitude. So Eric would know. I don't know why I'm looking at you, Eric. <laughs> uh, um, and almost their pilot. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> like everyone's running joke now. They just lie. What did, they, what did they say, Eric? What, what? do other people say about that? About the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, is that what you're saying? That you think people lie about that? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying that people always give me a hard time. All my friends tell people that I just lie, that I just make up, that I'm not really a pilot. That's like everyone's new joke now. Even my, own, even my girlfriend's like, well, he says he's a pilot. Well, I mean, I see like pictures of you with planes, but yeah. I also know that Photoshop exists. <laughs> you know, I just got to check. But um, okay, so I'm, on I'm, the latitude. I have a far harder time believing you have a girlfriend than that you fly a plane. <laughs> Yeah, she's alive still too. <laughs> yeah, o- only because you've you've made the decision to. I feed her. <laughs> Such a creep. So let's get back to the latitude. Um, I mean, not that I don't want your girlfriend to live. I do. I want <laughs> let her keep living, Eric. <laughs> he, but, okay, so on the latitude, I think it's interesting that there is like a. Um, you can almost follow like a specific one and in the, in specific parts of the world that follow that same latitude, weird things happen on that same one. So I don't know if it's like some kind of weird gravity thing that happens or like, like a vortex or whatever. Yeah. Like, cause there's other places in the world that are on that same, you know, latitude, longitude that have those kind of weird things happen there. There's like other places that have their Bermuda triangle. So sure. And, I don't and know. to be honest, most of it I think is superstition because if you really look into the numbers of the Bermuda triangle, no more ships and planes yes, have gone missing there well. than anywhere else in the ocean. Uh, I think it was one of those things where people were like, here's a couple stories. Look, it's cursed. But yeah. to be honest, it's dangerous flying over water in small planes. And most of those planes that go out into those areas that are Bermuda Triangle-esque are like 
smaller passenger planes, yeah. seaplanes, island jumpers, and things like that. And you know what? When you have people who aren't super experienced, like and you probably know this, there's there's the uh, where the horizon will look like it's at a different place. Yeah. There's pl- where you can get or disoriented. A storm can just show up out of a nowhere. Storm can show up. You can think you're higher, and then all of a sudden, uh, you hit the top of a wave because you didn't realize the ocean changed. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's all sorts of things that can happen out there. So I just think it's dangerous flying over there. So I don't, I don't necessarily know that the Buna Triangle is cursed, uh, but who knows? Maybe, maybe like you said, it's because when you're down that far on the Earth, like along that latitudinal line or what have you, that there is uh, certain magnetic things yeah. that happen because it's on the right axis. I mean, into there's space like those really weird not. places. Yeah. Uh, isn't it like in North Dakota or Idaho or like it's somewhere up there where like you go to that place and you can stand like sideways and but you're you're standing up sh- like straight. Like, do you know where like the gravity's weird? It's yeah. called like Gravity Hill or what's it called? Oh, yeah. the, the, the school bus? Is no, that what you're talking there's about? like this weird, there's this it's weird thing that's the... built. It's in, yeah, somewhere around here. And it's like you stand in the room and it looks like you're looking up. But if you roll an egg, like it rolls away from you. Yeah, it's really or weird. Optical illusion thing. Yeah, then? but it's uh. all like the whole house is. is... It's, but it's like weird. Like you can stand and like you'll actually be like an inch taller in some places. Hmm. Yeah. It's called, you know um, what? I don't... let me, just one sec. I'm okay. going to look. I'm going to see if I can find it. Because I know there's like another, there's like an optical illusion. Um, They did it on that sci-fi show where there was like a school bus that like rolled into the... uh, Looks like it's rolling uphill. Yeah, but it's it's actually, because they went out and did like the little... That little laser beam, the you know, survey. yeah, the survey thing, and they realized that even though it looks like it's uphill, it's actually downhill, right? And that's so what there this was house. no ghosts pushing the bus, into sure. The, the thing, yeah. People would say if you park your car, there's a few of those places. If you park your car, it's where the bus would crash, yeah. then the kids would push it across. There's four or five of those. Yeah, it kind of speaks to how urban legends yeah, spread, yeah. you know. Um, and we'll, while you're looking that up, we'll come back. I'm just gonna read some of these next questions um, as we're as we're moving along. So as soon as you find that. Danny, bring yeah, it back I'm up. Yeah, I'm trying. I um, don't know what to even really Google. You know what? Maybe if we don't find it this time, we'll bring it back up. Or if somebody out there okay. knows what we're talking about, we'll, we'll we'll look it up and see if we can't find it. Kira Council Tucker. It might it might be Kiera. Kiera, because it's spelled like Sierra, but it's with a K. Okay. So it could be Kira or Kiera. Is Ca- it like Confusion Hill? It's like can, something like gravity. Like, hold on, like Confusion... I don't know. Um, okay, I won't talk out loud. <laughs> I won't think out loud. <laughs> Google quietly. Um, Kira, uh, Kiera, K-word, wants to know, um, she has a few questions, actually. Her first is, your favorite conspiracy or mystery or ghost story? Hmm. It's a lot. One, pick one. I don't know if you want to do all three. What's your favorite thing that we've talked about so far? I always like, I mean, I like the lighter stuff just because it's, easier to talk about it's more fun you know like bigfoot loch ness monster um rather than the the murders just the constant blood splatter analysis that we're doing in here like those are fun because like nobody gets hurt you know like there wasn't there wasn't a six-year-old little girl that died because of bigfoot or something like that you know it's like yeah you know so i like talking about that stuff there is like the what if sorry yeah. What do you got now? (laughs) I'm sorry. There is a place (laughs) in california it's called confusion hill gravity house but I think that there's also another one that was like up, you know, more. Yeah, we saw a video. I remember yeah, seeing some. But this is the same thing. Like it's weird. Like there's like a room, and it looks like you're standing uh, on the side of the wall or some something like that. You know. Anyways, moving on. Okay. Well, that that's a place. <laughs> yep. 
What's your favorite conspiracy theory or mystery or ghost story? Something that we've talked about or that. Well, I hate them all because they're terrifying or sad pretty much. Anyway, you cut it. No. Okay. I won't be so hard on the conspiracy. I like, I like the Paul McCartney one. Oh, I like that too. It's it's really, really, really interesting. I will say that. And and to be honest, it's one of those ones that, and if you don't remember, uh, if you haven't heard this one, go back and find it. Um, We've tweeted out some videos on this. Do some research on it. Uh, The idea that Paul McCartney isn't Paul McCartney. And the fact is that when we studied that and went through it, like you start kind of peeling back layers. And at one point, everybody that I've showed that to, and it happened to us when we did it, has gone, ah, yeah, huh. Okay, like, you know, and there's proof to to me on that one. That's one of those ones that I believe because he got taller and his eyes are different color. His ears are different. His ears are different. His His face face is is different. different. Like either either Paul got a lot of work done that was kind of weird to get done in the, you know, 1967, like eye changing and chin elongation. And I could have maybe even thought that until there was that uh, um, video of what was his name? Like Bill Halliday or. Oh yeah, yeah. They get, oh, the, who they believe is the real Paul McCartney, who's John, older, and John he's Holiday. and he's watching yeah. over his childhood home. It's it's interesting. And he looks just like what you the would imagine. Paul yeah. McCartney. So like until I actually saw that video, I was like, okay. Well, I this think what, is um, what makes that one so interesting is that like today we live in a world where everybody wants to be famous and rich and like not have to put any work in. They just want the attention of some like you know like the Kardashians are famous. Why? Because their dad defended OJ and Kim made a sex tape. Like, why? Like, right. What, what talent do you have? Right. And so, like, that's a story about a guy who didn't like the fame. He's like, I don't like all this. Like, right. I just want to have a quiet life. You know, it's kind of a cool story because it's the exact opposite of, like, everything we yeah. have today. It's a happier note for sure. Yeah. Too, rather than thinking he died in a car crash. Right. It's happier. I'd like to think that that's a real thing. I'm with you on that. So, that that one's my favorite um, that we've done. Um. I don't like. I said I. the The truth is that I kind of. Uh, I lend a little bit of credibility to most of the ones that we discuss. I don't think we would talk too much about them if we thought they were seriously stupid. But um, a lot of them are scary. So yeah, I like kind of scary, almost don't. Oh, yeah, scary. because you think about well, if it is true, then what does that mean for you know what humans are capable of right. and and can knowingly do to other humans and. Then there's the Denver, you know, airport one. And I'm like, well, if that's true, then how do I get in? I want to be part of that club. Like, right. You know, how so, do I yeah, get into that bunker? Gotta, like, as, as far as a favorite one, you got to pick Yeah, because like liar. you kind of, it makes you really feel like, um, feel your place in the world, if that makes sense. She also wants to know um, your thoughts on angels or demons. Uh, she actually says she personally does not believe in saying devil's demons or what have you. Um, what do we, what do you, I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I go to church and stuff, so I mean, I guess I, if you're religious, you have to believe in like the devil and. I mean, like, if you believe in God, right, like you that. have to believe yeah. in the devil, essentially, right? Yeah, if you believe in one, you got to believe in the other. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess you got to be on board with the whole package, or or find your own theory about it. Um, I think it's interesting. I will say something that I think is an interesting. Um, I don't know what the word is, so I'll just jump into it. Um. I think it's interesting that a lot of the time there is the, we've talked about the conspiracies that the Illuminati or the new world order kind of has these ideas for ways to abolish kind of a, uh, the world religions to kind of make a uniform religion. But it's also interesting at the same time that 
a lot of the times you hear about some of the sacrifices and things that they do that involves a lot of satanic worship and uh, devil worship and, and things like that. So I don't really know why, like, I don't really know how you can have both, like how you can uh, be so actively driven by your belief in uh, in the devil and, and the worship that you have to do for him, but also at the same time want to abolish world religions that, like, would they, would they all then decide that we believe in th- this Christianity God? or whatever. Well, but I mean, but they want to, I mean, according to, to some of even the murals and things like that, like, they they want Christianity to be dead. So, well, I'm just saying, I think it's an interesting is, thing. Is if, you, like, if you buy into that whole thing, then you'd have to think that, like, any any chance you got to create a new world order, you'd have to make sure everybody believed the same thing. So whatever it was, and then you go into the idea that, well, religion has always been used as a means to control people, and so even back as far as you can go, the the, the Jesus story has been told even before Jesus was born countless times and other mythologies dating back thousands of years. So, I mean, you could argue that the idea of Christianity or God or any of this has constantly been a means of control for those in charge, you know, that you come down and you say, well, listen, you might not listen to me, but God told me that we need to do this. God said, build me a pyramid. The gods said, do this for me. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about them them themselves in in secret going out and a lot of their practices like i said are in the name of satan or their worship towards him so i'm just saying like sure they must like they must either fear him or and then also believe in god right like i said you have to believe in one if you believe in the other so i i'm just a little confused by sure but i mean then then you also have to believe then you have to get into the idea that that yes, we know the Illuminati does satanic sacrifices. And then if the Illuminati does, then we've identified the Illuminati. And then you go, okay, but are, is that, do they represent all the Illuminati or is that just an offshoot of people who have perverted this and think it's about Satan? I mean, there's, there's not an Illuminati handbook. No, I'm not, I'm not just talking about that. I mean, like also like the Rothschild's family, they do things like that too. So you have people who already control the world. Why do you, why do you need to make satanic worship, uh, uh, sacrifices and things like that. I don't know. I've never. Like, I, I don't understand. Don't I, I guess I just don't understand. Like when you're do. already. I mean, I don't know. I I I think that. I think that if they were, here's the thing: if if religion hasn't ever existed, and it's always been a means of control. Then no matter what the story is that's written, whether it's Satan or whatever, then it's all part of the narrative. It's all part of the story. It's all fake. So it wouldn't matter if they did something in the name of Satan. That would, it's just who's in this thing. So if they wanted to start a new religion, they could just tell us that it was based on this, a new world thing, um, whatever. The idea of that they could make it look like, like we've talked about in the harp episode, like UFOs were coming out of the sky and make us all say, oh, well, now it's this thing or that thing or start over. I don't know. I mean, there's a million things that they could speculatively do um, to, uh, end kind of religion so that we all believe the same I was specifically talking thing. about Project Bluebeam. Right. When we had talked about them, you know, using cloud cover to project a hologram thing on the sky right. to fake an impending uh, alien attack so that everybody would freak out and then they would force everybody into... Or Jesus a... coming back or what have yes. you, right. Yeah. Right, because iconic uh, religious imagery is what we all believe now. So in order to do it, you'd have to then, you know, make it so that we all believed something else i mean it's 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 who knows we don't know their true intentions at this point it's all kind of hearsay and we guess it but this question actually is whether or not we believed (laughs) we kind of got off because this question is whether or not we believed in angels or demons or spirit guides 
Spirit guides? Yeah, you know, like guardian angels or you know, oh. people who have spirits with them all times. Or, you know, do you believe in that kind of spirituality of ghosts or what have you, have the connection to them? Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I go to church, so we talk about all that stuff. So, like, I think all of that gets grouped into if you go to church, you believe in that stuff. But is there, do you think that there's a difference between, say, believing it as a religious doctrine versus believing in it as something that you physically or, or emotionally can, can relate to or feel or see or get inspiration from, you Uh, know what I mean? Like, is there a difference between a ghost that comes down and talks to you or tells you something versus a spirit that comes down and tells, you know, like the spirit of God versus a ghost? Like what's mm -hmm. the difference there? I don't know. I guess, I guess like the, in the church world, I don't think we'd call them ghosts. I think we'd call them like spirits. You know, but, but, but I think are, it's the, thing, they the, it's same, the same thing. thing. Okay. Yeah, it's like you know a being. That's so would a haunting be? You. So a haunting would be considered a spiritual visitation. Uh, yeah, I think I guess like the religious, your, the religious, yeah, the religious, um, title for it, I guess, would be yeah. Hmm. Uh, I have definitely had times when I can say I've felt a positive influence, and there's been times when I almost would certainly identify them as being a family member. Um, and then there's definitely been times where, um, let me just clarify. I don't like to, uh, dabble at all in the idea of demonic or satanic or anything like that because it's so undefined and unspecified that you don't really know how to mess with it. There's no rules. Uh, so I try to stay away from it because I, I do think that there is something to it. I feel like I've been affected by uh, dark things before and I think um, we've been we've been ghost hunting um, to specific places and I can almost certainly say that I was affected by something from a specific location that either followed me or um, came home with me so I I do think that there are good and bad things out there good and bad energies definitely I'm with you uh, I I know that um, my basic belief, I don't, I don't believe in heaven or hell or angels or demons. Uh, I don't think that there's any supernatural, um, uh, I guess, uh, there's no supernatural component to, to ghosts other than like that they're, they're a form of energy that we don't understand. So I think that just like human beings are capable of being both negative and positive, we're capable of love, we're capable of anger, we're capable of sadness. I think that if ghosts are supposed to be people or the residual energy of people, then they would also have that same type of ability to fluctuate in energy. We just don't understand how or why it works that way. But that's my belief rather than thinking that there's hundreds of thousands of of souls that are just remaining down here or that they're constantly like coming up and down from heaven and back and forth, like, like, you know, it just, I guess, you know, that's, that's my, it's my take on it. Um, and she also, her last thing is says, she says also the fucking Nazca lines. She finds them absolutely fascinating. What do you think of the Nazca lines? I don't even know what that is. The Nazca lines. The Nazca lines are in Peru, Peru. And they're these giant drawings that you can only see from the sky. Google them on your phone. We're talking about them there. And they're also extremely, um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Correct. Like, uh, linear. They're very, Precise. they're very perfect. Yeah. Nazca lines. And there's pictures of like a monkey, a spider, a, a bird, a, a human. It looks, but it also looks very alien. Like it's just kind of got big eyes and a big round head. Right. Jeez. Or one could argue that it's as good of a giant drawing as somebody was capable of doing 
without seeing it. I don't know. It's yeah, hard to say. Yeah, but then you see the other ones like the monkey and the bird and you're like, that's clearly a monkey. It's not like sure. me guessing that's a monkey. Sure. Man, that's very, cool. Yeah, they're very detailed. So, I mean, they're very large. They're clearly meant almost to be seen from an aerial right. view. And and it's very so. possible. And a lot of people believe that these these were made because the people knew there were things in the sky or they'd seen things in the sky. It could be possible that back then people were just very fascinated by constellations and the sun and the moon and, and shooting stars and they didn't necessarily know all about it. And they just thought, you know, cause that's, you know, that's the one thing that, that I think bothers me about most people who jump to conclusions is that they don't give older generations credit enough for having imagination. If somebody draws a, a person with a lizard head today, it's a comic book. But if somebody does it in, in Egypt, it's a, a, Truth, because they saw a giant alien with a lizard head. Yeah. Why did nobody in? Why was there no artists? Why did nobody have imagination and go? I wonder what it would look like if a man was a head of a lizard. Like imagination isn't just a new twentieth century and you know thing. If, if yeah. somebody wanted to do an art installation where they drew giant pictures of spiders and monkeys on the ground just in case the stars in the sky could see them, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that it they saw. That's something UFOs. that people actually said that they were for was um, more like an offering because they did believe in celestial bodies and. Um, Celestial gods and things like that. So it was kind of like, oh, they can see them. It's for them. It was right. more more for them. Rather than thinking. But now the one thing that they do talk about in Nazca is there's the top of that mountain that looked like it had been flattened off. Yeah, like a, that's like the a weirdest runway. part. It definitely looks like a landing strip. So that's Eric, you you should look that up and give us your thoughts on I'll it. Google it looks like a landing landry. strip right well, now. Well, maybe, maybe Google Nazca, <laughs> Peru. Be very specific. <laughs> Um, other questions. While I mean, you, live your life. While but. you look that up, um, Keenan uh, at Kenny Big Time. <laughs> Kenny Big Time. Uh, he wants to know which conspiracy theory are you most confident is true? Again, this is one where I I think that there are definitely. I I know we know the Rothschilds can have major control over uh, the entire global financial market. That's real. Um, Weather control is real to an extent we just don't know how far they're pushing it and i definitely think that there is something going on in denver okay i would pick the the rothschilds too just because it's like what's the point of making sure that you own all the like why right. do you need all that money why do you need all the banks yeah, like why, do you why are you why are you everything i mean like seriously just watch what starts happening with cuba and iran and these these last three countries that were on the list i mean just start watching the U.S. interest in and in North Korea in in these three areas that we don't have the central bank. I mean, it's. I also it's, hoped that the uh, um, we just talked about him a second ago, the um, Beatles, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. I hope that one is true. That he was just like, you know what? I don't want all this attention. Yeah. And he yeah. just like lived a quiet life in his old house. Yeah, I, I think that like one would be really story. cool. I, I think it'd be cool if he came out one day. Like, I think yeah. that'd be the coolest part. That um, way, yeah, you know what? Like on his deathbed or something. Like, I mean, at this point, I don't feel like anybody would. I guess like people could be upset because they were lied to or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but like at this point, it, I think it'd almost like be so shocking. Like, I could see that if it was like only 10 years into this this lie, but like, well, we've who been, knows what would happen when the Beatles come out? All the Beatles are gone. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've only got, we've got two Beatles left. And to be honest, when they're gone, there could be people that go, okay, all right, you guys, you are all fooled. And it could come out then. I mean, I don't yeah. want to lose any of the Beatles. I, I really hope they have long and, and lasting lives. And, uh, but, but it will be interesting to see what comes out. I would say I would agree with both of you. And I'm, I'm 100% certain that uh, uh, 
was not what they've told us it was. That entire oh, event. Yes, I also one hundred percent. And, and that. to be honest, we haven't got into a lot of these. There's a lot of false flags out there that I have I, I have my doubts about. Oh, um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to talk about them too much because we you know I don't want to just throw things out until we have the uh, all the information here. Um, but there's a bunch out there. Um, I think we got we got some false flag stuff that we want to do. Some stuff about the Clintons that's kind of interesting. That's out there that seems really true. So I don't know. Um, I would definitely say what you guys said, echo what you guys said, and then 9-11 on top of that. Um, Gilbert Mendoza wants to know what we think of the NSA and especially the NSA data center that's right down the way here. Right on the point of the mountain, right? Yep. I think I brought this up on a podcast like a long time ago, but I was told by my sister's boyfriend and I, I took it to be truth and I'm not sure that it is, but it seems pretty legit. But he told me that basically they store literally everything that is filled in any kind of data, you know, bank where you would, you would fill something out. Like if you go to Google or something and you, you go to Google something, if you, if you have a typo, they, they store every chain of information that's ever been entered. So, I mean, they'll even store your typo. It's pretty, it's pretty insane, but I, got I don't. a lot of typos in that place. <laughs> it's mostly and other typos. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much it's typos, all typos and murder. And like, yeah, yeah where to bury bodies. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I think that they're completely unnecessary. I think that there's like levels of protection and then there's like levels of uh, overstepping your boundaries. And I feel like they're the latter, but you know, I'm also protected right now. So, well, right. And I, I mean, I, but I will say like, okay, let me say, sorry. One thing that bothers me, I just remembered is when people like on the news, especially as of late, all these things that have happened where, um, you know, they've apprehended uh, the bad people that have done any sort of thing. And they're like, oh yeah. And it was stored in his cell phone and he was uploading it to his Facebook. And I'm like, that's not even like secretive. That's not even like emails that this dude was deleting that you were looking for words, you know, like these are things like he's uploading on his status and like, you didn't pick this up. Like these weren't warning signs that this guy was going to do something. So then I'm like, what is NSA really doing? If like, you can't even get these simple things, you know, like, well, I guess my this my question would be I maybe they've addressed this and I don't even know why, but if Hillary Clinton's emails, which have been like in the news forever, um, were on a private or a like a public server, like it was kind of like her thing, you know, it wasn't the government issued one that she was given. Why can't the NSA just go in and pull them up and be like, oh, here they are. We have all of them. Like that's what I don't get. Like, are there certain people that they don't cover? And is it just like the, the I don't main know, public? Like, what was because that whole thing just with WikiLeaks? What was that whole thing about? Like, I mean, there was stuff of hers that was leaked from. Well, there's been they they leak stuff all the time. And to be honest, that. See, but I thought it was some of her missing emails. See, and and I I don't know. I haven't paid attention to the recent leaks. But the the fact of the matter is is that none of it makes any sense. It, I mean, honestly, yeah. if, if <laughs> I it, saw a meme that said like, uh, why. You know what? Yeah, we understand. Like, everybody makes a mistake and pushes delete, but you don't push the delete button 30,000 times. Right, on accident. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that, and, but that's the thing is it, it, when you look at what the NSA is capable of, that, it, on one side, as a private citizen, every email, every phone conversation, this, everything I'm saying, the fact that we've talked about this before, where you say something and then you go home and you scroll through your feed and it's in there, like, everything we fucking say, is is listened to. I'm certain of it. Every text I've ever sent is paid attention to. Every every email you send is paid attention to. So I'm with you. If that's the if that's the fact that they can do that to me, then then you're right. Why shouldn't they be able to do that to everybody? 
then, then you go, okay, either they can and they're not willing to, so there's the cover-up, or either they can't and they're telling us they can't and there's the cover-up. Yeah. There's no reason to think that, not, that there isn't a cover-up involved in this because clearly when there's things that don't make sense, then, then, that, then you have to say, okay, so, so where's, where's, the, where's the hole in the logic here? Yeah. You either can and you don't want to, or you either can't and you tell us you can't. Which is it? Also, from just, uh, you know, because I'm just like a greedy, money-hungry person, from a, a money aspect, the NSA would make tons of sense from, like, selling that information to companies. Right. Because I think it was Guy the other day on Facebook, he, he posted a thing where he's like, you know, I'm not, into, I'm not into conspiracies, I'm not into any of that stuff, but I just went to the store and paid cash for something, and I got home, and they were advertising it on my Facebook. You know, there's no way to track it. So, but so just from like a, a but he probably had his phone and uh, went to his location. Yeah, exactly. They and know your location. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like from a, a marketing standpoint, advertising, like I bet the government can make tons of money from selling information. Just so they'd be like, oh, Macy's, you want to know what people are into yeah. before Christmas? So maybe, the, maybe the NSA I don't even is think, literally. I don't just, even think that's a conspiracy. I just don't. Just, I don't don't think it's right. It's just um, data mining, and it's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, and even like it's even as as simple as cookies, right? Like internet cookies, yeah. where they remember what you've been, and so they kind of suggest. Uh, I guess that's like old school. I to be Does your honest, phone do cookies. No, still, yeah, I don't they freaking do cache know. And co- yeah, they still do that okay, kind of stuff. Okay, all right, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, mean like, I have to know how to delete all that stuff. So anyway, <laughs> once you said that, I'm like Eric. <laughs> I know what you are up to, <laughs> Eric. Your history is completely empty every day. It's weird. <laughs> There's nothing on your laptop except an MP3 player. Oh wait, is it MP4 for videos? MP4. Quick time. Yeah. It's just it's just hooked up to the security cameras in the dungeon. <laughs> in the girls' bathroom. Yeah. Um, here's another question. Uh, the Heart Podcast reminded me of the Taos, New Mexico hum. What do you think of that? Uh, the people of Taos, New Mexico live with the idea that some of them, not all of them, but some, a lot of the residents there hear a constant like hum. That's weird. I live in New Mexico, man. I hated that place. I'm going to throw that out there. I hope that person isn't from New Mexico. No, I, I don't know. the that... worst part of New Mexico, so people usually give me a break on that. I don't know much about it. I would assume that it has something to do with Earth and Does space. Does that ever and... bother any animals? I don't That's know, a good man. question. Animals always like sense everything. Yeah. I yeah, mean, like, I, I, I would wonder if like it was such nuts? a frequency because I, I was wondering if it was like humans that had great hearing or could hear a, a frequency that other people couldn't. But at that point, you'd almost assume that animals could hear it as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'd want to know if there's a recording of it. Let me find. I don't out know, if I but like, remember we house. just learned about that thing that was like the no radio zone or something like the quiet zone or something. You, it's in. Is it almost like the sky? Here, here's, 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 Where is that, Mark? House, New Mexico. No, the quiet zone. Oh, it's about. in the corner. It's like Virginia to. It's like Virginia to West Virginia. And then, like, the bottom of, I want to say... Lamero and there's, like, there something. is a military base there. There's also, like, a, a big, like, satellite dish that they use to send up radio waves and things like that. And they, they claim that it's so that there is no interference with the things that they're trying to send or receive. But at the same time, you could argue that there's conspiracies there, you know, in the fact that there's a, a place that's got complete radio silence. But the point is, is that there's people that they, that go and live there because they're sensitive to the sounds of technology, like they, I guess either they can hear or feel or like Wi-Fi and things like that. So it's almost like an that, allergy to, that's kind of like, um, um, Saul's brother, I'm better called exactly, Saul. It was exactly yeah, yeah. what it was like. They, yeah. In fact, they used that, that, that character oh, as an example. Yeah, in this thing oh, they did. Oh, yeah. so yeah. So he character. goes, um, 
So yeah, so they can go live there so they can kind of escape that idea. So I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting if like those people who were hearing that went to where this radio silence place was and and saw if they were still hearing it or if it was quiet. Here's the here's the then they could kind of, of oh okay. Yeah, that would bother me Here, if I heard it too. Here's another one. It kind of sounds organic. Almost like there's like a gargling going on. Here, in let it. me see. Kind of sounds like a, a, a loud forest. A, the low pitch sound can be annoying when heard. So this looks like he's, is he just outside recording it? Let's see here. It sounds like the ring is about to start. Yeah. <laughs> the little girl just crawl through your TV. Yeah. And... <laughs> so does it happen all the time, like consistently? Or, mm-hmm. or is it like kind of something that like with the sky sounds? That happened too, or you could hear. That would be so annoying if you heard that all day. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't sleep at all. You'd have to move, right? And now I have to pee. So this guy's outside (laughs) filming this, and I'm reading his recording. He says that the Taos hum is a low-pitched sound heard in numerous places worldwide, especially in the U.S., U.K., and Northern Europe. It is usually heard only in quiet environments and is often described to sound like a distant diesel engine. And it's proven undetectable microphones or VLF antenna. It is source and nature is still a mystery. The hum is sometimes prefixed with the name of a locality where the problem has been particularly publicized, e.g. the Bristol hum or the Taos hum or the Bondi hum. The essential element that defines the hum is what is perceived as a persistent low-frequency sound often described as being comparable to that of a distant diesel engine idling or something similar to a low-pitched sound for which obvious sources like household appliances, traffic noise have been ruled out. Other elements seem to be significantly associated with the hum being reported by an important proportion of hearers, but not all of them. Many people hear the hum only or much more inside buildings as compared with outdoors, and the hum is often perceived more intensely during the night. said in the 90s, the hum began to be reported in North America and to be known to the American public when a study by the University of New Mexico and the complaints from many citizens living near the town of Taos caught the attention of media. However, in the 70s and 80s, similar phenomena has been the object of complaints from citizens or media reports of end of studies. It's difficult to tell if the hum reported in those earlier cases and the hum that began to be increasingly reported in North America should be considered identical or if they're different. I wonder if it's just like some military training stuff because there's military bases all over New Mexico. Hmm. Hmm. Well, like what though? What would that be? like? I don't know. Like I know that I saw, I remember I saw a thing on 60 Minutes one time where they were like showing like crowd control weapons that they were trying to design. And one of them was like a heat ray. Like it got so hot so fast that the people just had to get out of the way. And another one was like the effects of sound on people. Yeah, I've seen those. if you just blast somebody, like imagine if that sound was like, you know, you know, 30 miles away and it was still that loud. Like imagine if you were just right there, you'd have to be like, I'm out of here. So like, I'm just wondering if they were like testing like, you know. I don't know, different things. Yeah, at, that, at a base that could somewhere. definitely be for sure. That's a good point. Do you know about that area that's the the uh, no radio? Mm-mm. I'll have to look it up on, on Quiet the Zone. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Because um, I wondered if like you could not, you'd have to not be able to fly over it, right? I don't know. I'll, have to, I'll look it up and then I'll I'll, I'll post it on Facebook if it's yeah, a, a no fly zone. Let yeah, us know. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, I'll look into those hums. Those are Those are fascinating. Let's do one more. This is actually kind of a, I like this question. Dan seventy seven from the UK. Oi, Dan. Wait, that's that's fine. A... <laughs> I do that every time. <laughs> Oi there, Dan. How's things in foggy London town? <laughs> you got gators down there? 
throw yeah. another shrimp on the barbie. Pour yourself a nice pint. Down at the local pub, mate. Watch some football. Come on. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, Dan. All right, you want to try it again? You want to... Hello, mate. Hello, Bobby. No, I don't know. I, I bet over there they see like the Australian accent is like like dirty English. You know, it's like they're like the the less. I don't know. I English. wonder like what do they think of us? Because yeah, I, I remember, tell like, us, Dan. Like, I what do you think of our accent? Jim, you remember Jim Tavery? Yeah, yeah of course. Jim, Jim Tavery, a uh, great uh, British comic that uh, I was on last comic with, and he was so funny because um, he would try to do American accents, and it was always John Wayne. Like, I don't sound like a cowboy, and he'd do the, hey, I want a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not how I sound. Can I get a Dr. Pepper? Like, that's how he would, that was his American accent, was that we were all, like, he just pushed in through the saloon doors, and everybody stopped playing, like, who's this stranger? <laughs> so weird. But anyway, Dan77 from the UK says, are any of you gamers or fans of heavy metal? Um, I. It's not G A Y Mers. <laughs> so no. he's out. <laughs> sometimes I, I used to play video games. I've never was a gamer. I would play sometimes, um, but not really. And no, I'm not. And if you saw me and you're like, no one has ever thought. I bet that guy listens to heavy metal. I don't think you At listen least to it. Being honest, I don't think you pick it up. I don't <laughs> <laughs> three plates, baby. What kind of you know, what kind of music do you listen to? I can't um, imagine like when when you're driving or something, like what would you choose to put on if you put something on? I was screams. I was screams. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds of his dungeon. Soothing screams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a nice brook love, in the background. I love this, but that's I a love girl. this track. <laughs> If you if you listen quiet, you can hear her using her poop bucket. Um. <laughs> Come on, Eric. You don't give them oh, a poop bucket. <laughs> so, they don't get a poop bucket. They don't I, live long enough. I think I, I listen to almost everything. It just depends on my mood. Like, okay. Almost everything. Like what? Except heavy metal. I don't yeah. see, but almost I, I everything is what? Metal. What do you think almost everything is? Um, like what I don't understand like what you like think almost old school rock like my favorite like, band is but, probably ACDC like, I was gonna say like Bon, okay. bon Jovi okay. yeah no not Bon Jovi De Flippard <laughs> no um, no <laughs> I like uh, Eminem uh, but then I have like doesn't he curse too much for you no I have I buy the clean stuff <laughs> and uh, each song's 12 seconds <laughs> long no you have that <laughs> shh she doesn't listen to this um okay yeah, so that. Um, but then I have weird stuff. Like, you and Guy made me feel better about some of the songs I have. Like, I have I have some Carpenter songs. Yeah. Celine Dion. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I have some yeah. of that stuff on That's there. That's fine. You can, you can rep some of that stuff. Neil Diamond. Danny, you uh, used to be... We haven't played video. We like we don't really play a lot of video games now. But you you played a lot growing up. Big big video gamer, specifically Zelda. That was my game. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was Legend the of Zelda. Oh, that my, was my my friend Ryan would love you. Was, oh. it, was it Ocarina or was it? Ocarina uh, yes, and then there was uh, then, uh, Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask. I, think I, I yeah. hope I'm saying it right. Nerds out there, help me. Let um, us well, unite. Actually, and... a Majora. <laughs> but oh my gosh, yes, those were my games. Um, I used to like be so into it that. My mom would kind of, you know, set rules like you can't play this until you get, you know, all your homework done and things like that. And the Majora's this Mask was when one. when we were married. 
calling up Mark. Uh, has Danny finished Danny? all of her stuff, or is she playing games right now? No. <laughs> playing. I'm cooking chicken, too. I'm multitasking. So, but the, the uh, Majora's Mask one was actually like this gold color. And if you remember what the N64 cartridges looked like, they were kind of like a little kind of rounded on the top and mm-hmm. then um, flat on the bottom. And so my mom, like she would get, you know, really creative about hiding this from me. And then she would tell me where it was after my homework was done. But uh, one of the times I remember was she actually put it in a loaf of bread because it looked like kind of a, <laughs> a piece of bread. <laughs> so she actually like put the gold one, you know, in a loaf of bread and, um, I'm sure we contaminated that bread, but um, uh, I still have my N64. Still have my yeah, games. We still have um, the 64. We still. I'm like it. weird. I don't want to turn them on and like reset my files because like oh. I did it so well when I oh, was sure. younger, and like now I would like not be able to get all the the uh, rupees and things like that. Yeah. And the, that's the money. That's the monetary system in <laughs> Zelda. So, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, I I'm kind of weird, but I still have all my stuff. It's still set up, ready to go. Badass. Yeah, we still. Oh, have, and uh, love heavy metal. Yeah, uh, we still have in the house. Uh, we don't have any of the new systems. Most of our systems are older systems. Mm-hmm. We got like a PlayStation Two. Yeah, yeah. We have the N64. We N64. have an Xbox One, the first generation yeah, Xbox, and a, and a Wii, a first Wii. Yeah. But most of the stuff that we've played together, you and I, uh, it has been like Mario Party. Um, yeah. Mario. Uh, Mario Kart. Yep. I'm a I'm a Mario Kart man. That's kind of where I tapped out of video games. Was like, you know. I've never played like a first person shooter. I feel like you don't even have to be a, a gamer to enjoy Mario Kart. That's like no. that's why I like it. Yeah, there's like a bunch of people coming over and play like, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah, just yeah. sit there and you got you got two three buttons tops yeah. you got to think about. I like those games. And yeah. as far as heavy metal goes, me and Danny are metalheads. In fact, uh, yeah. we've been to a bunch of metal concerts this year. Yeah. Um, what did we What did we see this year? We saw Corn uh, and Zombie, Manson, Manson and Slipknot. Slipknot. We saw Lamb of God. We were actually lucky enough to meet Randy Bly. Yeah, we met last, Randy Bly uh, like September, October yeah. around that time, maybe. It was. Yeah. Well, it would have been August because the concert August. was in August. Yeah. Okay. Um, when he was on his book tour the last time they came yep. through, when they came with Slipknot. Yeah, and we got a picture with him. We met Randy He's Bly. He's so cool. Oh man, that was so neat. Um, um, I would love to sit down and talk with a guy like Corey Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to talk to Maynard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people out there that are... Uh, Tom DeLong from Blink-182 is really into mm-hmm. the paranormal. Um, but as far as metal goes, yeah, we we totally... I'm a metalhead. I I grew up listening to I metal. I don't like listening to like a lot of like the... Guttural like, stuff. Yeah, right. like I'm not like super like... Like I like Suicide there to at least be like I like there to at least be a right? melody like right. I like it to like not like just how, like yeah like Randy thrasher noise at me like in note on pitch yeah right I'm with you I I'm not into the like Cannibal Corpse or Suicide Silence or, I mean not that there's not a place for that but like I said I like there to be like, like a little, a little bit of a rhythm to follow along to. yeah yeah you know yeah Pantera Lamb of God yeah um, still enough to like. Really Scare into Eric if you guys and, haven't you know if you guys haven't listened <laughs> to it I'm gonna recommend it because uh, Guy and Alan actually recommended it to me a couple weeks back on the on the Dirt Pod podcast which if you haven't listened to that check it out on the Your Home Media Network it's me and uh, my fellow comedian Guy Seidel and then radio personality Alan Handy we talk music and movies and pop culture and stuff like that but uh, uh, they showed me the new album by Ghost Meliora and I'm telling you right now from beginning to end that's like one of my new favorite albums. So good. I love it. I haven't been that excited about an album since uh like Demi Borgir. Abra Hadabra yeah, album. Which I mean I can see like they're like if Demi Borgir was queen, I kinda you know, liken them yeah. into that. Like they've got that real like theatrical uh almost yeah, 
dramatic purpley like it's really yeah. interesting it's like haunted chamber rock it's really yeah, cool it's cool um almost oingo boingo-y too like in the sense of like it's 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 dark imagery but it's not like like they talk about satan and the devil a lot but it's not like the devil it's more it's yeah but it's like, like you watching said they a were horror. they're a cool band because they are uh they don't really identify themselves no. and they yeah in fact for, i guess all of the members of the band are called nameless ghouls and they wear masks and robes and nobody knows who's in ghost and the leader of the of the thing calls him calls himself papa emeritus and he just has it's like a pope in a like with a skull their faces look a lot like uh the the faces in they live yeah uh you know the, yeah. the alien faces in they live they, but they're like black and white but, uh, call, kind of with the with the um the day of the dead those masks almost. the plague masks the doctor oh, the italian doctors masks. they're wearing. really just yeah. cool, they're cool imagery and they're a cool band and it's just a cool idea so i dig that i really like yeah. meatloaf <laughs> I, <laughs> you say bad out of heck <laughs> it's my favorite song actually oh my God. i have the uh, 11 minute version <laughs> and i would do anything for love is that with bonnie tyler right was that yeah. with him i like that song well no well, did she sing it oh did, no, i think she I did, did come in on the end yeah, of that I they did yeah because like, i think i think steinman jim steinman oh, sorry, if i'm not mistaken was the uh you know the guy his songwriting partner that helped write all the like the original, you know, paradise but the dashboard lights and all that. Like, because <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. It's a great album. That's a, I'm not going to lie. that mm-hmm. I, I can't bag on Meatloaf. That's a yeah. great album. So I just that's like fine. how dramatic he is and everything. Yeah. Well, those videos were amazing. Great hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was. <laughs> he kind of looks like a, like a, a composer, like a yeah. like Sebastian Bach or something. Like, he looks pretty. Yeah. But you mean you mean Johann Sebastian Bach or the actual Sebastian Bach from Skid Row? No, like Johann. Johann, okay. Sebastian, like Sebastian Bach's like, hey, like, man, yeah, yeah man. Like, hey, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row, man. <laughs> like, he's such a. He's got, like, a little bit different hair. Yeah, totally different He's hair. got, like, a, a level three perm. What on. was the, uh, just to kind of answer this, because Sasha hasn't come back on yet, we got a few more minutes. We saw a bunch of concerts this year, um, in the last year or so. What was the best one you saw? Oh. What could you, what, which one would you say was it? Oh, my favorite? Yeah. Well, you know, it was Candlebox for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That we did get like... to see our buddies. Um, uh, there's a, a, some friends of ours that are actually uh, a, a nationally recognized, amazing band named, named Royal Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, they've been around Utah for years, and they just put out a new EP. It's kind of like Southern country rock. Yeah, they changed their style a little bit for this yeah. album. It, a little bit different than than their past kind of yeah, rock stuff. Yeah, they were that on like done. XM with um, kind of like uh, Hinder and yeah, the, yeah, that kind of like kind of that stuff. A little bit heavier, heavier rock. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they were doing this big thing called Royal Fest, which was. Uh, they were debuting the new album and had a bunch of other bands. And then the headliner that night. And this thing is, is this club is like right by our house. Like you could walk from our house to yeah. this club in two minutes. And their headliner, because they were friends with them, was uh, the band Candlebox, which you might remember from the 90s. I mean, they've they've put out, they've never stopped making albums. I didn't mm-hmm. re- realize Candlebox had put out so many albums. And we got to see these guys in a club with maybe 300 people. And they put on... One of the best shows I've ever seen. I mean, that dude hit every note, never stopped moving. They played for like an hour and a half straight without a break. Unbelievable. Candlebox is like um, definitely one of my favorite bands. I mean, love them. Truly listen to them every day. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, when you, I have say your, that. you have your. You have your Pandora. Not, your Candlebox. I do. Pandora I listen going. to. I listen to Candlebox 
every a Candlebox song, if not, Grace, I do every day of my life. But honestly, um, I kind of it was one of those things where I really never thought that that I would ever see this band. Um, and with as many original members, because a lot of the time that that ha- you know a lot of those bands I like, either some of the the lead singers are no longer living or things like that. There's just no chance I will ever see this band in their prime. And Kevin Martin sounds as good as he did uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. And I mean, there he, he just saying, he you met him during the day because they were just out watching yes. Royal Bliss. Yes. And then I was so unprepared. And I then was, they were right I got, there. Yes. <laughs> I we was, got a picture. I, wasn't, I was like, I'm not ready. And I like got sweaty and nervous and I stuttered. Like I didn't know what to say to him. And I was like, I, I'd never really been that way with anybody. Like, cause I was just not prepared. Like he's just so... I don't know. I just love Candlebox. They, uh, their, their music just nourishes my soul on, on this and level. It was funny but. because she, so they met him and we like, they go, Oh, what's your name? And you know, she's kind of that. And then we went on today. So later on they're on stage and they're singing and he's like, eh, ain't that right, Danielle? And she's like, ah, like, like, <laughs> like straight up by name. It was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I, I had like a couple mini heart attacks. Yeah. No that was deal, pretty but. great. Was, um, was definitely my as... favorite concert. I waited there, like I stood there for an hour before the show even started, like because I got inside early because the other concert was taking place outside. Yeah. And I mean, I was like right there at the stage, and I was like, I will not move. And I don't know how many people um, stepped on my toes and pulled my hair and literally tried to push me out of the way. I did not move. I boxed them out, and it was so worth it. Yeah, it was a good. That was one a good, of the best nights of my life. It was a good show. Um, yeah, man, we got. Lamb of God twice in a year. Yep. Uh, seeing them, the best concert you and I have ever been to though was Perfect Circle when we saw them at a theater. Yes. Uh, with like Kingsbury, right? Yeah, like fifteen hundred seat theater, and it was just the a brilliant. It was like a concert. religious experience. It yeah, was, it was really super cool. The lights were you know out like they are, but like there was like lights on the walls and oh, on the yeah. ceiling, and like it was brilliant. I mean, you know if you know if you've ever been yeah. to Tool or Perfect Circle, what we're talking about. But yeah, it was man, absolutely it was, cool. So also we saw Aaron Maiden and like oh, yeah, saw Maiden. Eddie was there and he came out and like it was so that was yeah, really cool saw too. Maiden. God, Bruce Dickinson's amazing. Bands. He still sounds um, again as good as he as ever good as has. He ever did. Yeah. So I mean, hey, we could do a whole episode just talking music and not even talking yeah. the paranormal. So. Yeah. so you guys, thank you for the questions. That actually, uh, I, we were worried. I was like, well, how many questions do we? We need a bunch of questions, and we yeah. had like. The right amount of questions, because yeah. if we had any, had we had any more, it would have been we would have kept Sasha waiting even longer. That's true. Sasha, how you doing, bud? Sasha just came in the room, so uh, that's that kind of that's kind of like when mom comes downstairs and flips the lights on. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's like, <laughs> All right, you guys, it's time to go home. Yeah. All right, it's nine thirty. It's a school night, yeah. so uh, so we're we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, you know, 25 episodes, this has been an awesome thing for us to have just kind of come up with this idea on a whim, whim, and then mentioned it to Sasha, who made it a reality, and to all of you who have listened to it consecutively, um, gone back through our episodes, told us that you binge listen, told us that you've spent, uh, what was the comment we got the other day, that somebody spent the eight of the last 24 hours listening to Area 52, and, and to me, like, that's... That's amazing because, uh, you know, that's what we want to do. We want you guys to to listen and be a part of this and, you know, for it to open your minds and to maybe give you guys something to think about that you haven't thought about before or look at things in a new way. So we just want to thank you we for care listening. About you. We do. We want, we want you to be all right out there. Yeah, it's a with tough. With all these people trying to it's a tough world threaten out your there. security and exactly. your safety and so you got, humanity. You got to know what's out there. And so as long as we are able, we will be here in the secret area 52 facility 
defending truth. Know, truth, right? I guess. <laughs> I don't know what we do. And Eric's truth. virginity. Yeah, defending. <laughs> I defend that myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> And I'm really good at that, it. That outfit's really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. This is a kidding, nice Eric. outfit. It is a nice outfit. Yeah, your chastity belt is on. <laughs> I can barely see it. It's double pants. locked. You're like a bottle. <laughs> you're like a bottle of bug spray to women. Just kind of like a like a bottle of off bug spray. Where they're like, what is it about him? I'm always spraying all over the face. Boom! Gotcha, Sasha. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. You know. Every time, every goddamn time, I am trying to wrap this podcast up. I'm looking at the clock and I'm going, look, we're counting down. It's going to be so good. I'm dead on time. I got a great thing. We're going to thank everybody for listening. We're going to tell them. And then you fucking crinkle your goddamn drink in the middle of it. You, you, you run your, you say your stupid spraying all over their faces joke. And then crinkle your fucking water like a goddamn amateur. This is ridiculous. This is what it's been for 25 episodes. It's been us babysitting Eric. You think that it's about coming in here and talking about these topics. It's not. It's us sitting in here and babysitting this fucking prepubescent dipshit who still has to goddamn take the cellophane off his penis. This is ridiculous. I'm sick of it. Do you have anything adult to say? Not adult. Not adult. But like like a grown up before we leave. How about sorry? Not at the moment. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Their face got in the way. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. We'll see you next time. Talk to you.